0: You know that expression, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Well, what happens on roads and farm fields in Vermont does not always stay put. Stormwater pushes nutrients like phosphorus and nitrogen into the Connecticut River, where they're carried hundreds of
1: miles downstream. A lot of that ends up in western Long Island Sound, and that's where the traditional dead zone is, a nitrogen-induced dead zone, an area where fish cannot live.
0: That's Roger Reynolds, legal director for the Connecticut Fund for the Environment's Save the Sound program. Reynolds says the sound is in crisis because of too much nitrogen.
1: Just these past couple weeks, we've had instances where over 100 turtles have died because of a poison algae whose growth is promoted by nitrogen and we've had tens of thousands of menhaden die off in Peconic Bay because of a dead zone, because of a hypoxic, low-oxygen zone. They, they got caught in that zone, and they died. And th- this is in the supposedly healthier part of Long Island Sound.
0: The majority of the nitrogen in the sound comes from New York and Connecticut's wastewater treatment plants. When nitrogen gets into salt water like the sound, it acts like fertilizer. So plants like algae grow easily. But when algae dies, the bacteria which decomposes the plants consumes the oxygen. Tim Clear, an environmental scientist with Vermont's Department of Environmental Conservation, says algae can also grow well in fresh water when there's too much phosphorus. That can be an aesthetic problem. It can also be a problem for uh, the wild or the aquatic life in those rivers and streams. The oxygen that the aquatic life needs to survive can be in peril. David Dean, a Vermont legislator who is the lead sponsor of the Clean Water Bill, says in the Connecticut River, algae can grow in slow-moving stretches, often behind dams.
2: What you get in those areas, is excessive plant growth, and in terms of uh, being able to boat or canoe in those areas or swim in those areas, it's it's problematic.
0: The Clean Water Law creates a fund that will help pay for projects to prevent runoff of these nutrients from farms, development, and roads. The law also creates a total of 20 new positions in Vermont's Agency of Agriculture, Food, and Markets and in the Department of Environmental Conservation. Those staffers will work with farmers, municipal road builders, and developers to stop erosion and nutrients from being washed away.
2: Going on-site, working with people. To make sure that they understand what techniques to be using in terms of protecting the waters of the state.
0: And it could also protect water elsewhere. Seven percent of the nitrogen in Long Island Sound comes from Vermont. Here's Roger Reynolds from the program Save the Sound.
1: If you have a lower percentage contribution, you should be taking that amount of responsibility. And that seems exactly what Vermont is doing. And it helps them, and it helps the entire Long Island Sound watershed of which they're a part.
0: Vermont's clean water law is in sync with the work of environmental advocates in Connecticut and New York. They just launched a campaign to convince the EPA to put Long Island Sound on what they call a strict nitrogen diet by reducing the amount of nitrogen that's allowed to be discharged into the estuary. For New England Public Radio, I'm Nancy Cohen.